Welcome to Our Law, Our Take, a podcast brought to you by the Arkansas Trial Lawyers Association, where we break down issues from the courts to the General Assembly that matter to you, whether you realize it or not. I'm Katie Clifford. And I'm Stephanie Malone. Let's get started. On today's episode, we sit down with Jess Mallett, who is a partner in the law offices of Miller and Mallett here in Little Rock, Arkansas. And she talks to us about all things insurance, Um, all the things that you need to know as a driver, as just a family member of drivers, and things you need to be looking for to make sure that you are covered. On the outset, this may not seem like the most interesting of topics, but it's probably the episode I've learned the most from. Same here. I mean, it's important to know, you know, for any type of, if you're in any type of accident and if the person that hits you, what type of insurance they have to help with, with, uh, coverage. So it was definitely one that I learned quite a bit from. We are here with Jess Mallet, and we are talking all things insurance today. Good morning. Good morning. Super exciting topic. We're we thrilled you're here. Let's start with, tell us a little bit more about who you are and how you're connected to ATLA. Okay, so I'm Jess Mallet. I am the managing partner of Miller & Mallet, uh, which is an ATLA firm. It was formerly law offices of Peter Miller, and Peter and I are partners now. Um, so we've been members of ATLA for as long as I know. Um, and I am on the board of governors. So actually, I just got elected <laughs> secretary treasurer of ATLA. Um, and so we are here today to inform people about insurance coverage and why they need it. So we've had lots of conversations just casually lately about why this is such an important topic. And it seems like it's coming up over and over again. Um, tell me why, why it's important. Well, I would say probably 90% of people that call our office. So we're a personal injury firm. I guess that's important to know too. So we deal with a lot of car accidents and people who are hurt in car wrecks through no fault of their own. Um, and they come to our office and, you know, it's not their fault. They're in a wreck. And they say that they have full coverage. And when I get their insurance, they have liability only. And so there's a lot of people in Arkansas, unfortunately, that drive without insurance. So if you don't have the proper coverage, then, um, you're going to be caught holding the bill, I guess, is a good way to put it. You're going to be out of pocket the money if they don't have it. Um, and it doesn't, it seems counterintuitive. You would think that if someone hits you, it's not your fault, they're going to pay. But if they don't have insurance and they don't have money or assets, you're not going to be able to get them to pay for your vehicle. So what all would full coverage entail? All right. So I brought my page. <laughs> good. Uh, because it's hard, it, because full coverage is way more than liability only. People come, they say they have full coverage because that's what their insurance agent has told them. Um, liability only basically means if you're in a wreck it will, and it's your fault, it will cover the person you hit um, and any damage you do to them up to whatever your policy limits are. And we can talk about policy limits here in a second too. Um, but full coverage, and I'm going to name it, and then we can go back and talk about it. Um, so you've got liability, which is what we kind of talked about. We have bodily injury as part of that liability coverage. You're required to have property damage coverage and uh, bodily injury coverage on your vehicle. Those are the two that are required, and you must have those. Um, and then you've got personal injury protection medical, personal injury protection death. Uh, the title of these varies from insurance company to insurance company. 
Some say personal injury protection. Some call it medical payments protection. Um, and so MedPay is a short MedPay pit. It's essentially the same thing, though. Um, and then you've got personally, personal injury disability, uninsured motorist bodily injury, uninsured motorist property damage, underinsured motorist bodily injury, um, and then underinsured, you can also get the underinsured for property damage. But then you've got comprehensive collision. And then my debt page has this thing called FTCAC, um, which stands for fire theft with combined additional coverage. That is more for larger trucks and big rigs. And so it's essentially comprehensive coverage for bigger trucks. Uh, most people in Arkansas don't actually need that. But all the other ones you do need. Okay, so that's a that's a lot of things yeah. that some people may or may not have included on their their insurance right now. And so, what I encourage you to do is get your debt page. If you don't have it handy, your agent can give it to you. Um, and a lot of agents don't actually even understand this. Um, I've had to call agents to get like clients' insurance coverage information, and they're like, "Well, why do you need this? It's not their fault." I'm like, yes, but they, I, I'm calling to see if they have med pay or personal injury protection mm -hmm. um, or underinsured or uninsured. So I need their information. Right. And the agents look at me and they go, but it's not their fault. I'm like, yes, I understand that. <laughs> but you're selling coverage that covers them when it's not their fault as well. Um, so bodily injury and property damage, we'll start there. Those are the two required coverages in Arkansas. Um, the minimum limits are 25000 per person, 50,000 per accident. And what that means is, say it's a two, say it's one car hits another car, there's only one other person in the, in the first car. Um, the most the insurance will pay is $25,000. For if you have minimum limits, you can always get more than minimum limits. Right. And I encourage people to get more than minimum limits because a lot of times if you're in an accident, you break your arm, minimum limits are gone fast. Yeah, And you can't have underinsured coverage that is more than your uh, bodily injury liability coverage. Okay. Um, and then property damage coverage covers the damage you do to somebody else's car. Um, and also their personal belongings in that car. So if someone's driving around and they've got a computer in it and the computer gets broken or their cell phone gets broken, stuff like that, your property damage coverage covers those losses as well. Uh, once again, 25000 is the minimum for property damage coverage as well. Um, back to the bodily injury, though. If you if someone runs into you and there's five people in your car and they've got minimum coverage, the most they're going to pay is $50,000 for that accident. Okay. So that's what, the, that's what the minimums are, but you can always get more. But, you know, when you're, when you're thinking about it, you want to have enough insurance to cover any damage you might do, but you also want to be able to cover yourself. Um, and so underinsured and uninsured, it's the, the short terms are UM and UIM. It's coverage that kicks in when somebody else hits you um, or a member of your family and they don't have enough insurance to cover all of your damages. Um, and you can't have more underinsured or uninsured than you do liability. It's a public policy thing, and I think it's a good one because it's not fair for you to go in there and buy liability coverage of twenty five thousand in case you hit someone. But say, you know, if someone hits me, I want five hundred thousand coverage. Right. 
Um, so it's a personal or it's a public policy thing to make sure you're covering other people the same as you're covering yourself. Right. That makes sense. So there's only two of those that are required right. in, in the state of Arkansas. So if I, if, so if a listener is listening to this and they think they need, they want to go double check their insurance, they want to look for all the things that we listed earlier, right? Yes. Is there certain limits they should be looking for or what else do they need to be looking for? Okay. So when you get your debt page, um, it will list out all the different types of coverages and to check to see if you have it, there's going to be a price next to it. If there is not a price, it's going to say something like NA or no coverage. Um, and you know, you don't have that coverage on there. Gotcha. So you want it all to be filled out. Um, and you know, the thing, the thing about the other coverages that aren't required is in general, they really don't cost that much extra. Um, cause I know cost um, of insurance is expensive, um, but it's really, really important to have. So look at your debt page. If you don't have a prize out next to each of them, that means you don't have that coverage. Um, and as we said earlier, we want to make sure you cover yourself as well as anyone you hit, because if you do have assets, if you have money, um, then, and you don't have enough insurance, um, then people can actually come after your assets too. So that's why insurance co coverage is important to make sure you cover everything. That makes sense. So, like, so, that makes sense. so I'm, I'm curious, can you tell us a little bit about that? If we're in an accident or I'm in an accident and, um, I don't have any insurance, but I do own a, like a, if my car didn't have any insurance, um, and, and you, your client, I hit your client. So what, what are the steps then? What, what actually happens? Or if, if the scenario is reversed and, and I get in an accident and, and I have insurance, but they don't like what, what, what happens then? How, how does that get resolved? So or do I, am I stuck holding the bill? It's sort of thing. So if there's assets, you can file a lawsuit um, against the person that hit you to recover the damages uh, because it's not your fault. They should have to pay for it. If they can pay for it, uh, there's ways that the court can make them pay. It's a very long process, takes multiple years probably because you have to actually go to trial. A jury will determine what your damages are. And the insurance company, if there is insurance, will cover up to their policy limit. And anything over that is called an excess judgment. And you're responsible for that excess judgment. Um, and the way you do it, if you have a house and it's on less than a quarter of an acre, you cannot take the house. But if you have more than a quarter of an acre of your property, that can be seized to pay the judgment. Um, if you have extra vehicles or you know money in the bank, savings accounts, things like that, that those funds can be used to cover that excess judgment. It doesn't happen that often because generally when people have those things, they have enough insurance coverage. Um, if you have your own insurance coverage and the person that hits you doesn't have insurance, because generally the people who don't have insurance don't have assets mm -hmm. because people who have assets know to get the insurance coverage. Yeah. So, they, so they're going to, they're going to have the coverage. So if you get in an accident, somebody hits you, they don't have insurance, but you do your insurance company will step in in the place of theirs as long as you have either uninsured or underinsured. Um, another important coverage is MedPay or PIP. This is a no-fault coverage. It doesn't matter whose fault it is. If you're injured in an accident, this will cover your medical bills up to the limit. So 
in Arkansas, you're technically required to have med pay unless you sign a waiver. Oh, okay. Um, so you actually have to sign something saying you decline this coverage. So it is a required coverage, <laughs> but you know, people are like, oh, this is too expensive. So that's one of the first things insurance companies knock off is like, all right, well, we'll, we'll lower your bill by taking gotcha. away med pay and you have to sign it. So if you haven't signed something saying that you don't want that coverage, you should have it. The issue is, is they only have to make you do that once. So each time your policy renews, you don't okay. have to keep re-signing it. They gotcha. just renew the coverage that you already have. So it could be something you declined 10 years ago and you don't even know. Yeah. If, you, if you're or with an insurance company, then yes. That's why you got to look at the deck page. Double check. Sure yeah. it. <laughs> um, and so like I've got, mo I mean, 5,000 is minimum coverage. I've talked to someone that has 100,000 in coverage. Um, I've got five on mine. Um, but for five, $5,000 in personal injury protection, it is, on my coverage, it's $5.46 every six months. Oh, yeah. So, so it's for sure worth doing for the, the benefit that you would get if you ever needed it. Yes, because even it, because if, you're, if it's your fault when you're in an accident, you may still have medical bills that need to be covered. Right. And so this will cover your medical bills as well, even if the wreck's your fault. Because it is a no-fault coverage, which means it doesn't matter whose fault it is. Um, you pay for that benefit, you should get the full value of it. Um, check to make sure you've got enough coverage. Um, like I said, I've got 5000 because I've also got health insurance, so this would help cover the difference. Yeah. Um, and the disability is like $12.73. So what the personal injury protection disability coverage is if you're hurt and you can't work, um, they will pay a percentage of your income while you're unable to work. Okay. Um, and so that's important too, because a lot of people, if you know, you break your arm and you're in construction, you can't go back to work and you don't have income, but you also don't qualify for disability because mm. um, you have to be out of work for at least a year to qualify for social security disability of any kind. Um, gotcha. so short term arm break where you may not be able to do your job. Yeah. This covers short-term disability from injuries in a car wreck. Uh, and again, it's not that much every six months. So these additional coverages could mean a big difference if you were in an accident, if you yeah. needed them. I mean, let's be real. No one really likes paying for insurance right. because it's like, <laughs> oh, this money's just going out the door. Um, I'm not seeing any benefit from it, but you want it there when, when you, you need, need it. Yeah, you don't want to get in a wreck and then not have it. Right. Um, the same with the homeowners insurance and stuff like that too. So let's go back to coverage levels. How do you decide? You think you mentioned the minimum here in Arkansas is twenty five thousand per person or five fifty thousand per wreck. Accident, yeah. Accident, sorry. So how do you decide if you want to raise those for yourself? If you think, if I would decide, you know, I want to have more coverage just in case. Just how do I decide what number to pick? So a lot of it has to do with what you can afford. So mm -hmm. I would say get as much coverage as you can afford. Um, my limits, I think, are 300000 600000 um, And that's because, you know, I am in this business. I see it all the time. People get in terrible accidents and the other person only has minimum limits. Yeah. Um, and so I also look at it as how much do I think I might need if this happens to me? Right. Um, so go back, think about it. If you can afford 
500,000 in coverage, get 500,000 in yeah. coverage. Um, talk to your agent and also shop around like different insurance companies have different prices for the same product. Yeah. Um, some are easier to deal with than others. Uh, <laughs> but also talk to them about what it covers Yeah. because they're like Texas insurance is different from say farm bureau, their med pay and their insurance coverage, they have specific exclusions where when you get the policy, there's someone that's 15 in your house and you don't tell them about it. That person isn't going to be covered. Wow. Um, you know, that's, I, I, that's interesting because I was thinking there was an issue where uh, during session we were discussing, there was a piece of legislation discussing I insurance and, and one company won't cover the passenger. Mm -hmm. It's like a standard policy understanding that it specifically is just the driver and not, mm -hmm. you, no matter what, I mean, you can't change it or anything, it seemed like, or, yeah. or something. There, there, so there are these little tricky things out there that you don't really know about, right? Yeah, or like it covers the driver and household members, but not someone that's not related. Right. So, um, yes, we yeah, encounter that but it, yeah. where, you know, it's you and your friend are driving and you've got underinsured motorist coverage on your car. Someone hits y'all and then the insurance company is like, well, they're not related. So they're not covered. Yes. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when you talk, you know, have a conversation with your agent, say, will this be covered? Um, yeah. Because, you know, if you're in somebody else's car too, you, you want their insurance to yeah. cover you. Um, yeah. Insurance also follows a person. So that's another a good example is why you need your own insurance. Because if you are in somebody else's car and you're in a wreck and you've got med pay or you've got underinsured or uninsured coverage, that will cover you in somebody else's car as well. Okay. I did not realize that. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I'm sure yeah. this is all outlined in those packets they send me every six months. Yeah. That I, <laughs> I just file away Absolutely and put them grabbing away. my policy after, we after this conversation. Yeah. yeah. So, because what I, I want to come back to something you said a few minutes ago, what I heard was the minute the required minimum is $25,000. But as somebody who sees this issue day in and day out, you choose to have $300,000. Is that correct? Yes. Which is a huge difference. And would lead me to believe that the average cost of an accident is far greater than $25,000. Oh, yes. Um, most people, you know, it, it, hospital expenses are so, so high right. right now that an ER visit can cost anywhere from ten dollars to $15,000. And that's just an ER visit. That doesn't cover your physical therapy, your follow-up visits, or anything like that. So, I mean, even just, a, some, I, I keep using the broken bone because that's, an easy yeah. example that people know a broken bone can cost $30,000. And so that's more than the minimum limits right there, just for a single broken bone that you have to get treated. Um, the other thing to think about is this is 25,000 is the minimum that they'll pay if you, if someone gets killed in an accident. Yeah. Um, and that happens, you know, it's, it's so sad, but it happens a lot. Um, and it, it's a hard conversation to have to have with families where you go in there and you say, I know your loved one's life is priceless. It's there's, you can't put a price on it, but this is all the coverage there is. Like this is all that's available. Yeah. Um, I mean, we had in pedestrians. So if you're a pedestrian and you get hit by a car and they only have $25,000, that's not going to cover your bills. Like you can be walking across the street 
somebody runs a red light, makes a wrong turn, and hits you, and they only have minimum limits, it's going to be $25,000. Um, wow. And that that happens a lot, too, especially in bigger cities. Mm-hmm. Scary. So that, yeah. Um, you know, I may need to, after I'm here talking to y'all, I'm like, oh, I may need to, like, see about my coverage, <laughs> Yeah, I need to go back and double check mine. <laughs> yeah, because but... I, I think I got this probably eight years ago is when I signed up for it. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, in the last eight years, everything, yeah. the price of everything's gone up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope I'm the exception to the rule, but I've had to use my uninsured motorist coverage twice. Um, and I've been, at the time, I remember thinking, I didn't even know I had that, but I'm really glad <laughs> I did. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm saying. No blood, because people are like, I have full coverage. I hear that once a day at least. I'm like, okay. Do you have this? I don't know. I'm like, well, let's find out. See and it. they usually don't. The other thing about, I mean, it's Arkansas. Comprehensive coverage. If you run into a deer, it will cover that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I've had to use mine. Um, I think I've only hit one deer. But <laughs> it was on Cantrell. Like, I, <laughs> exactly. I, I was going over the interstate. Uh, and this herd of deer came from 430 comes up the side of the overpass and jumps in front of my car oh, in the middle of the city. And I just, you know, I couldn't avoid it because it jumped. Oh my gosh. Of travel. <laughs> um, and I smacked the deer. And I mean, we had to call game of fish and they came yeah. to the deer, but my car was messed up. Yeah. Um, and so with comprehensive coverage and depending on the insurance company, a lot of times deers don't raise for premium. So, <laughs> It's so <laughs> important to know too. If you hit a deer, um, that does not raise your premium, but yeah. you've got the coverage, and so your car can be fixed. Right. Um, so that's an example of why comprehensive coverage is important. It's good too. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's not. It's not just for you're like, oh, I'm never going to run into anybody. I don't need that. Yeah. Well, you know, you can't control the deer. You need all the different coverages for different scenarios. Um, yeah. So if I'm a listener and I have a teenage driver in my house, do I need to do something different? Is there something extra I need to be looking for or thinking about? Um, you, yeah, teenagers get wrecked more because they don't have they don't have the experience. Right. I mean, that's the other thing is your policy prices depend on your age and your um, vehicle history and like your driving history. So teenagers are going to be more expensive, but you want to have all these coverages, especially for them. Especially for them. Because you never know what they're going to do. I have a seven-year-old. I'm just raising the day. I have to get (laughs) add her to my policy as a driver. Make sure they're on your policy. Like, first of all, like we're talking about some insurance companies, if they're not listed as a driver, will not cover them. Yeah. Um, So you need to make sure that they are covered under your policy um, and get all those things like comprehensive coverage. Because, you know, a teenager may run into a sign or you know, side of the interstate wall and then they've got a wrecked car and the estimate's $10,000 and you're like, well, crap. So like this, I mean, the comprehensive coverage does cost a little more. Um, mine's $122 every six months though. So that's like $12 yeah. a month if you're doing monthly payments on it. Um, that's the other thing is figure out the best way to pay for the insurance. So I pay every six months because it saves me money to do it that way and I understand it's a big chunk to come out every six yeah. months but you know budget for it set figure out what your 
every six months it's going to cost and just instead of sending that to the insurance company set that to the side right and then you can send it all at once and it probably save 100 anywhere from 100 to 200 dollars a month because they do charge you to pay monthly yeah oh. yeah looking at all those different details can make a big difference yeah and then if you're if you're paying every six months the additional coverage is almost paying for itself okay because um, you're not having to pay the financing right price. that makes sense so and asking for asking for discounts whenever they're available. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean check because each insurance company charges different amounts. Mm -hmm. Um, I found one that had the best coverage for the lowest price. And that's what you that's what you want. Um, you want all this coverage and then you also want the best price on coverage. And the other thing to think about is, you know, how hard is it gonna be to get my insurance company to cover any damage? Um so that's the thing to look at. You can read reviews and uh, talk to people who have had these claims experience. After I listen to this, I need to go home and check my policy and what it says. And I need to be looking for which ones I'm paying for. And I need to double check the limits. Yeah. And you want to look to see which ones you're not paying for. That's the okay. important thing is figuring out what you're not paying for. Right. And then whether or not you need it. So, you know, another one that I forgot to mention is rental travel. So it's, Mine's $10 every six months, um, and it pays for uh, $20 a day for a rental car. Um, so if your car's in the shop getting fixed you, and you don't have another vehicle, you have you can get coverage that will pay for you to have that vehicle. So you will have a way to get around and to right. um, take care of things, go to work, so you can you know keep paying for everything yes. that you need to pay that's for. And that's super important here because we're a rural state that doesn't always have a lot of public transportation yeah. opportunities. Yeah. And so that's when that, that's kind of crucial. Yeah. Even in the bigger cities, we don't, mm -hmm. it's still not a, it's still not a <laughs> yeah. public transit. That yeah. Often. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you said, nobody really wants to pay more for insurance or think about any of this stuff, but, but a little bit of extra work and a little, a little bit of extra time focusing on it right now can save you some major headaches in the future. Save you headaches, save you money in the future. For sure. Yeah, that's that's the goal is to make sure. You're right. Because paying a little bit per month right now might save you thousands on the other end. Since what else do the listeners need to know about this? Um, another thing is if you are a homeowner, mm -hmm. actually combining your auto insurance and your homeowner's insurance does save money. So I, we see that on commercials all the time. Uh, but it does. If you have uh, if you can combine all your different policies, you'll get discounts on those policies. Um, oh, teenage drivers. Let's go back yes. to teenage drivers. <laughs> Send them to driver's ed. Okay. Um, there's different ways to get discounts on your insurance for your teenage driver. And one of them is a sit-in the driver's ed. Even if you've taught them how to drive, sit in the driver's ed because there may be something they don't know. Um, but it also gives you a discount on your insurance policy. Yes. Uh, and I think students get discounts and, uh, but talk to your agent. And they should be able to tell you how other ways to get discounts on your policies. But that's a good one. And, that's good to know. Uh, you know, they may learn things that uh, that will keep them safer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had someone call once and they were saying they were getting on the interstate and this truck didn't let them in and it caused their teenage driver to like go off in the ditch. And I'm like, well, the truck had the right of way and they don't have to let you in. <laughs> um, so, you know, if, if, uh, if 
that's something you didn't know. Yeah. Now you do. Now, now you know. do. You know? Hard lesson, but now you know. Yeah. So, yeah, go back and take that with your ticket. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't had it, maybe that'll give you a discount on your policy as well. But, I mean, driver safety is a huge thing. Um, the better driver you are, the less you have to pay for insurance. So a couple years ago, gosh, it was probably closer to eight or nine years ago now, I was attending a concert here in Little Rock, and I was leaving and was parked at a stoplight, and these two guys got in, the, well, there might have been three or four, got in a big fight in the crosswalk, and one of them threw the other one onto the hood of my car. Um, did about $1,200 worth of damage to, to the hood of my car, and thank goodness my insurance it went under uninsured motorists. That's one of the examples I was mentioning that, that I didn't realize I had it until that situation. <laughs> and they were really good to be like, nope, we'll take care of it. You, you're covered under this other, this other policy that you have. Cause there was no way to find who these guys were or what was going on. Yeah. And, and that brings up like hit and runs and stuff. Yep. Um, so if someone hits you and leaves the scene and you can't find them, it's still not your fault. Right. But you don't know who it was. Your uninsured motorist coverage will cover that. Um, and same with bodily injury. If they injure you, they will cover your injuries Any of that. as well. Um, cause that happens a lot too. We see that a lot where people are driving and they get in a wreck. Somebody hits them and drives off. Um, if their car is damaged, they can't even get the license plate number. Nobody else right. stops. That's what that coverage is for. Yeah. So, well, I was pretty thankful to have it at the time. And I don't, I mean, I just remember I didn't find out until the next morning how bad the damage was because it was because it was late and I was trying to get home. Um, and I and just, also that's like so random. <laughs> it was so random. It was so random. And I did everything wrong because I started honking at him and yelling at him to get off my car, and none of them were sober. So it was. <laughs> so they took off and ran away. So, yeah. Well, it, it comprehensive also uh, covers hail damage. Um, mm. Oh, that's important. Since we've been having yes. all that yeah. lately, yeah. Uh, your car gets hailed on while it's parked in the driveway, comprehensive coverage will cover that. You don't pay your deductible. So that's another thing. Yeah, that's a good thing. Deductibles. Uh, you can, a way to make insurance less expensive is to raise your deductible, but you don't want your deductible to be too high. You can't pay it. Right. Um, so, you know, make sure, I mean, you can do a 5000 at all. You could do a $5,000 deductible and your insurance probably wouldn't cost that much, but you got to have that $5,000 to be out of pocket in the first place. Yeah. Um, and so my deductibles are $500. Uh, so you want to like make sure you do have uh, at least enough savings to be able to cover that. Right. You can do $250 deductibles. Um, some coverages will offer $0 deductibles for the coverage, but of course it costs a little bit more. Right. So that's another way to look at it. Or if you, you know, if you have enough of a credit card limit, I don't, I don't want to tell people to put stuff on credit cards, but if you want to lower your auto rates in case of an emergency, um, you can do a thousand dollar deductible or something and that'll bring your rates down a little bit as well. But that's good to know that that's one other place you could look. In addition to discounts, you could look at the deductible to negotiate rates and look at options. Yes. Um, and like I said, talk to different insurance companies. Yeah. The ones that you see advertised on TV, um, I kind of, I refer to them more as like first tier insurance uh, because they're going to probably offer the best rates and the best coverage uh, because they are so big that it's a collective pool and that's kind of how insurance works is everybody collectively pools their money. So when you need it, uh, they've got it to pay for your stuff. Whereas 
you know, some of the other ones that you don't see advertised are usually for people who have had multiple accidents that were their fault or they've had a DWI or something like that. And those don't offer as good of coverage. Gotcha. Um, so if you are going to get one of those, make sure it's got the coverage you need. Check the policy. Check the policy. <laughs> Check the policy. It's paperwork. <laughs> Actually, most of them you can get online now. Um, and if you're in a wreck and it's not your fault and you don't have insurance, you're still going to get a ticket. Something to think about. Like, luckily now they've changed the law where you can show them um, digital proof of insurance. Because I got hit, oh, probably 2015, 2016, around there, I got rear-ended. And um, I hadn't, I, my proof of insurance was emailed to me and I hadn't printed it off yet. So it wasn't in mm -hmm. my car. Um, and I got a ticket for it. Uh, even though I was the one that got rear-ended, I still got a ticket for no proof of insurance because the one that was in my car had expired. And I was like, but it's here, it's on my phone. Um, so I was able to go to court and say, no, look, I had insurance, it was effective at the time. Um, and they took the ticket away, they didn't prosecute them. Um, but if you don't have coverage and someone hits you, that's another thing to think about. Yeah, you're gonna get a ticket for it um, and have to pay that ticket, unless you can prove that you had insurance at the time. That was a good update to the law that you can have it on your on your phone. Yeah. Most people do get their insurance cards to, to them through the email. Yeah. Right. Um, so unless you have a printer, you can't just print it off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yes, that was a wonderful update. We thank them for it. <laughs> okay. What else do people need to know? Let's see. Um, Other than go home and check your policy. <laughs> Let's see. So collision coverage uh -huh. is different from comprehensive coverage. Okay. Collision coverage is for when you hit somebody, it will fix your car. Um, because if you just have liability only and you hit somebody, it's your fault, it will cover their car, but not yours. Not yours. Um, so that's why, you know, collision is good to have on there too. Nobody thinks they're going to get in an accident. Like that's the thing. You don't go out driving saying, oh crap, I'm going to get in an accident today. Um, or I'm going to get in a collision or anything like that. But things happen. Like, right. Life happens. Life yeah. happens. You know, a bird may fly into your car and you like kind of jump and then cross over and hit somebody yeah. next to you. Um, nobody intends to get in an accident. So that's why it's important to have the coverage and collision coverage is there too. I have not had to use it. Um, I'm sure my father did when I was 16. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was 16 and I pulled, talk about teenagers on your policy. Um, I pulled through the parking spot and there was someone, um, going the other way in the parking lot coming out of school and I just ran right into him. Oh, no. Um, so yeah, it, you know, dad had collision coverage and it covered both of our That's vehicles. Fine. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> the liability covered hers and the collision covered ours. So it's important to have that on there because everyone's like, Oh, I didn't see him. Well, you know, they had the right of way. Yeah. You yeah. should have seen them. There's no reason you shouldn't have, but that's what the, that's what collision coverage is for is to cover your vehicle when the accident is your, fault. your fault. And the other thing to think about is property damage limits. Again, 25,000 uh, is the minimum limits. Most of the, I don't know that you can buy a truck for $25,000. Yeah. So if you have a truck and your vehicle gets totaled, um, you've only got 25,000 in coverage. It's not, you're not going to get a new truck. Mm -mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so make sure your property damage coverage 
will cover the cost of your your vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because if you total a car and you don't have enough coverage, you're not. Doesn't matter. Yeah, Yeah. you're out. Or you're not going to get a car to replace the one you had. You're going to have to get something else. Um, Another type of coverage for people to think about, especially if they're buying a vehicle or buying a new vehicle, is gap coverage. Um, Yeah, I've heard of this. Yes, yeah. This is a really important coverage. What gap coverage does is it covers the difference between the blue book value of your car and what's owed on the note of your car. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people don't go out and just pay cash for a new car. They finance it. Mm-hmm. Um, and car dealers are like, zero down. Well, if you put zero down, you're already behind right. if your car gets totaled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, everyone hears about it. You drive off a lot, the value of your car just instantly goes down. Right. And that's true uh, because new cars cost more than used cars. So say you put a thousand down and you're making monthly payments, there's a very good chance that the value of your car, which is the only thing that has to be replaced, they do not have to buy you a new car. They don't have to buy you the exact car you have um, because they only have to pay the blue book value of your vehicle. Um, So if you owe more than what your car is worth, that's what gap coverage covers the difference. So you're not having to be on the hook. And I have to explain this to people a lot. They're like, well, you know, my car's only worth 10,000, but I owe $15,000 and the insurance company saying they're not going to pay for it. I'm like, they don't have to. Right. Um, so if you, if you're not making big down payments on your car, get gap coverage. If you buy it through a dealership, they're always going to offer you that. You have to decline it usually. Um, if they don't offer it to you, ask them about it. Um, it usually doesn't, it, a lot of times you can actually roll it into your financing of the car. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way you have it. If something happens, you have it. If something happens, then you're not out that money. You don't owe the finance company because you owe the finance company that regardless. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so that's what gap coverage does is to make sure you. Yeah. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. Good deal. Well, thank you so much you're for today. Welcome. We really appreciate yes. it. This has been really good. And I think everybody's going to go home and check their insurance policies for sure well we sure appreciate it thank you thank y'all thank you man i feel like we covered a lot in this episode that you know some of it we knew or some of it you may have heard that was really good but it was so great to get just a full summary of all things auto insurance Absolutely. I mean, I had to go home and check my policy after our visit with Jess. So it definitely was super informative. Thanks so much for listening to Our Law, Our Take. We hope you had a great time. Don't forget to hit subscribe so that you'll be the first to hear all of our new episodes. We'll see you soon. Bye.